It is everybody's favorite Irony Poison Zoomer Rehabilitation Podcast. Uh, back at it for the new year. Uh, so new year, new Doug, new us. We have entered season two of the Nostalgia Critic. And as such, I think it is only fair that we enter season two of the Doug Zone. Uh, and with that, there will be a few changes on the horizon. Um <laughs> We, we're joining uh, POG, the Podcast Orators Guild. Uh, it's the <laughs> podcast oh. equivalent of SAG. Um, I'm going to be recast by Elliot Page. I am reading oh, some notes as we as we go. Um, and also, we're accepting uh, sponsorships now. Uh, and unrelated to that, um, I've I've been purchasing dick pills from Blue Chill Blue Chew, and more on that <laughs> as, as time goes on. Uh, also, we're going to be getting more exciting guests. Which brings us to the introduction of the uh, our our beloved guests this episode. We have Nate and Tyler of Anamorphing Time. How you guys doing? Hey everybody, it's January. <laughs> you know what that means? It's Nickelodeon Month. <laughs> Holy shit! It's Nickelodeon Month. Did I just break the mic? Hey, hey, I'm Tyler from Anamorphing Time. <laughs> hey, I'm Nate. It's a uh... Uh, it's Nickelodeon month. Hi, <laughs> I feel like we have to commit for a whole month now. Yeah, I know. I are was we gonna, gonna do all four Nickelodeon videos? We will now. Well, we are it's... now. <laughs> oh man! So here's the thing about what Bonji just said. Uh, man, Elliot Page is so hot. But I was thinking, like, what if you photoshopped his nipples onto a woman's boobs? God, that, mm. that would solve some mysteries I've had in my brain for a long time. Reminds me of uh, you're, 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 looking up, you're looking up like a drawn point that's like gender bent Elliot Page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Like I want it always. It, uh, no, it reminds me of one of my all time favorite Facebook groups. It's just called like Nipples Devoid of Context or something <laughs> like that. Uh, and it's just people just take pictures of their nipples only and post them and try mm. to. They just wait for Facebook to try and figure out which ones violate the terms of service and which ones are allowed. Hold on. I'm trying to get back into Facebook that I deleted. I'm going to find that. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Yeah. it's a a, a treat. Uh, We love the video so much. We watched it three times. We've seen it three times now. Oh, that's rough. Oh, my God. Why would you do this to yourselves? It well, was fascinating. It was horrifying. Uh, there were mysteries to solve. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That, that checks out, I will say. Yeah. So he's like a racist transphobe, huh? Is that it? That's kind of the bit, yeah. Okay. I will say it's interesting, actually. The only like good thing that Doug ever did was he was very vocally uh, pro-gay rights and pro-trans rights. But like, pro-gay rights to save traditional marriage, yeah, if he we did, haven't like, made that clear. Yeah, he oh. gave out a quote where he was like, I'm pro-gay rights. I'm pro-gay marriage because look at all the straight people getting divorced. Allowing gay people to get married might solve this problem, <laughs> which is it made a phenomenal response. You know, I, don't, I don't see a contradiction in his, in his morals. <laughs> yeah, he's which is weird. Wow. He is insane and bad is the answer to your question. Yeah, right. I cannot... Yeah. I can't believe this guy has confusing morals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything else about him is so clear cut. 
Uh, uh, so, Tyler, I know that you haven't seen any Doug before this, but Nate, not not a single one. Well, Nate, here's the thing: were I, you also pure before this? I, I'm I'm uh, of the internet, so I knew of uh, Doug Walker. Mm, I knew yes. of uh, the guy with the glasses and nostalgia critic. But the thing is, is that when I was of age to be watching that stuff, I actually did the cooler version and watched the um, angry video game nerd. Oh, which I feel is good. just yeah. the, the more tolerable Doug Walker. Yeah, he's the OG Doug. He started. Right. Yeah, yeah, he like had it right the first time. Yeah, um, exactly. Even when I understand he's a decent guy. Like, yeah. you know. Uh, he also, he, like, constantly comes on. Whenever Doug does, like, his, like, feature-length films, they get the angry video game nerd to, like, do a cameo. And he's he's a consummate professional. It's like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to be here. Leave him yeah, alone. You did one joke feud with him. You don't have to keep doing it. Yeah. You yeah, paid but- your dues. I don't think either of those people say no to anything. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Maybe they should start. <laughs> they don't they say no to self-introspection, yeah. apparently. Well, they, they, they just don't recognize do. it. They can't say no to what they don't see. Right. So that's fair. <laughs> I do feel we'd be remiss to not bring up the Lindsay Ellis. Okay, yeah. After last week's episode of me and Matt going hard against Lizzie Ellis. You're the one that did it. Yeah, yeah explain it to me. Someone who has no idea what the fuck. Like, right. did so, someone get touched? Did Doug, Doug Walker do some touching? No, no. I will say, just I've read uh, all 74 pages of the Channel Awesome expose. You've read all 74 <sighs> pages of Not So Awesome? Yeah, I read it. Uh, I read it while I was rewatching Kikassia for last week's episode. But, um... <laughs> So I will say, uh, Doug Walker himself never had any impropriety, but pretty much everyone else at Channel Awesome did. So there's no way he didn't know about it. So even when he's the head of the company, he can't get laid, even against others, <laughs> other people's will. He has, a, he has a wife? Yeah, he has a wife. Yeah, I have a body pillow too. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so Lindsay Ellis, um, for the listeners following along at home... And the Animorphing Time listeners joining us for this episode. First of all, hi. Sorry I haven't been in the Discord much. I haven't alienated myself from you guys, so I'm going to just speed run that right now. Voting doesn't work, and the Soviet Union was good. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. Co-signing that one. <laughs> um, so, Lindsay Ellis, uh, better known as the Nostalgia Chick, uh, was like <laughs> a... Yeah, she won a contest to become the female equivalent of the Nostalgia Critic, which is a rough way to get a start in media. That's just a rough um, context. Like a contest? Yeah. That could not have been a good one. Yeah, there's no way that that... I just... I mean, it The has demographic to be just, that would draw... Yeah, uh. they just like snapped a pool cue like a joke, like the Joker, and then just <laughs> left it in the room with like three women, all three women who responded. Whoever um, can yell more shrilly than Doug Walker can be the nostalgic <laughs> chick. Whoever can do the coolest rape rap is the uh, yeah. That's the coolest claim to fame on uh, her thing. Jesus. Yeah, but yeah. She did so some anyway, rough stuff. Yeah, so she like then rose to con. She like became one of like the the early bread tubers, like the proto bread tube. Um, so you know, she made videos about like you know social justices and media, basically. Yeah, exactly, and then. Also, stuff about like how the Twilight movies are good. Um, well, and, and yeah. like I, I came to her actually from uh, she did a Mel Brooks video that actually I liked, right? Like, yeah, I think she, that I a lot say, of her takes are okay as far as like you know, which is that she completely supports Mel Brooks and loves everything he's ever done, right? Yeah, 
I have never came to her like Nate has. All I know from her, all I know from her is what I tried to look up and it made no sense to me. Look, I saw one Ray William Johnson video in 2007 and it turned me off YouTube people forever. Oh, I don't know who any of these freaks are. I hate learning. I hope they all fucking die. Basically, though, what's important to this story is Lindsay Ellis got bullied off the internet. Yeah, um, because she didn't like Raya and the Last Dragon. And then yeah, dug her heels in with people. Yeah, people called her racist. She responded in like the worst ways possible. And then she uploaded a really long and bad paywalled. apology video. Oh yeah, and then it she... was paywalled on her Patreon. Wow. Yeah, her it's statement. Incredible. Her statement where she was like, "I'm leaving. I'm leaving the internet." Was paywalled on Patreon, which is such a cool way it was to do perfect. that. That's well, and like if you're leaving the internet, you should just leave. Yeah, like, yeah, go away. You know, like the the idea of just like getting the last word in on the internet seems insane. Yeah, whoever, yeah. <laughs> whoever did that tweet that said just walk away from the screen was right. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just, just, the screen, just turn yeah. it off and walk away. <laughs> Fuck you. One of my yeah. uh, one of my like close friends throughout all of COVID, he was living with my family because I was living with my parents for COVID. Um. And his ex girlfriend kept mailing him self help books that were said like how to how to live with a narcissist self help books like to my family. <laughs> okay, but that's just funny though. <laughs> and all of them had, had letters that were like, "This is my final correspondence to you. There's no need to reply." And then like two weeks later, he'd get another one. It's <laughs> so good. Though. Has the same energy. I just wonder how much money she like just sunk into shipping costs for self help books. Too much. Like it can't have been worth the bit. It's yeah. So worth anyway, it. my yeah, no, like if it's <laughs> if it's too much, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, my the the last word on Lindsay Ellis that I have to say at least is she got like exactly the ending on the internet that she deserved, and it's the sort of thing that will happen to any woke media critique person who isn't careful. If your whole thing is like criticizing works of art for not being perfect, you'd better fucking be perfect because. Otherwise, is, they're going to yeah. come for you. Um, is Lindsay Ellis a white woman? Oh, yeah. yes. I won't miss her then. <laughs> kind of nice, because like, for a while, the only bread tubers that me and uh, Matt were like railing against all happened to be trans women. And it's yeah, really and- nice to have a cis woman in there. Yeah, yeah. We finally, I've been freed. I don't just have to like say that I think contra points is bad. I can also add and in Blair like, White. The, and Blair White. Well, she doesn't count as bread tube. She's, That's true. She's, she's red tube. She's a Republican. Folks. Y'all are speaking um, fucking Mandarin to me right now. Wait, you don't know what right, bread tube is, Tyler? It's- I've heard the phrase. I thought it was YouTube for making bread, but apparently it's a left-wing <laughs> thing. Yeah. So even, the- even the actual bread tube has been canceled. Uh, what was it? Yeah, the uh, it- um, cooking channel that got yeah, out Yeah, you're only... <laughs> Some of your only exposure to BreadTube, I think, is just when I retweet people on Twitter and say mean things about BreadTubers. Um, yeah, I never wanted to learn what socialism done left was. I, lo- <laughs> I love so bullying that little freak. What? Tell you, you've never got sent like a thought slime video. Or, what the uh... fuck, thought slime? <laughs> like that hoe over there, or like like the thought in your brain? Oh yeah, no. I mean, like, hey, listen, you want some I'm thought a, slime? I'm a big fan of thought slime. <laughs> It's yeah, not a porno parody of Thought Slime. God, it's just no. the same name, <laughs> no. just spelled different. Oof. No. Just there, like, you know, just saying, like, <laughs> men don't cry in media, and we need to talk about that, as he's just, like, getting... Fu- anyway, I'm going to stop this train of thought. Doug Walker. We want to talk about Doug Walker. Yeah, we want to oh, right, tear yeah. Doug Walker apart. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, in a 
platonic way, I assume. But who no, can I'll say? do it with my penis sexually. <laughs> so what were your what were your Colonel initial Walker? <laughs> I'm going to fuck him to death. Too good of an ending for him, I must say. Personally, he won't. He won't come. I will. He won't. <laughs> okay. Edge Doug Walker, Jillian. I'm so sorry. You don't know anything about me, but this is who I am. No, it's okay. Last week, me and Matt spent half the episode talking about Mormon bubble porn, and it was my fault. Yeah. Okay, go on. No, Todd, they already <laughs> talked about it. They can't do it. Yeah. Okay, I'll look it up. I'm, I'll have yeah. notes that I am. It is I'm, I one have of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, the basic premise is it's literally just like they they take like bikini photos and then cut out like just the, any of just the, the boobs. Yeah, just the boobs, oh, and then God. they're like, well, then your mind fills it. Like I it's said, so like stupid. any. Any repression immediately makes people like instantly twenty times more depraved than they would otherwise be. God, I but, should be Mormon. Yeah, let's no, get Mormon. Twenty twenty two. We're going Mormon mode. Yeah. Listeners. I, don't I, say, you, not. I had a I had a friend in high school who I I use the term friend loosely in this case, who his girlfriend dumped him like right before the New Year's. And he came to school like stabbed the next day. It was all very complicated. But it's <laughs> complicated. He went was, to high school he was with very drunk Smith? at Oh that did. He was very drunk at high school, just screaming, twenty seventeen was for Xanax, twenty eighteen is for respecting women. And he just kept saying that over and over Hell again. Yeah. Oh, and, and we he, couldn't get him to stop. That, that's a high school breakdown. Yeah. yeah. Why are you trying to why are we trying to make him stop respecting women, Joey? I was trying say. to make him stop chanting that so he didn't get arrested again. I can take Xanax and respect women. Yeah. Not me. Pick Whenever I take Xanax, I become an insane misogynist. Um, but yeah, so, so what what was it that you what were your thoughts as you embarked through this video? Uh I've never seen someone made of no confidence. um let me see i've never seen a critic not have any opinions on what he was talking about yeah oh yeah so here's the thing about this video he breaks down a bunch of 90s uh nicktoons cartoons and nickelodeon month as we all know yeah it's nickelodeon month as he screams shrilly in the first 10 seconds Mm -hmm. and i was shocked by two things one was that when he was describing these shows, he only talked about what was happening on screen, right. describing them, summarizing them, not criticizing them, but telling you <laughs> what, what happened in them. He, he just summarizes things. He's never given valid criticism about anything in his entire career. There's hey, oh. Tyler, I'm going to give you a review of uh, Rugrats. Okay. They're babies and they go on adventures. <laughs> oh, uh, that's is that my, good or bad? That's my opinion. Uh, they, there's a poop episode. Is that good or bad? Uh, there's an episode where they're sad about the dog not being, not being all right. Is that good or bad? But there's also an episode where they talk <laughs> about poop. Does it have any distinct visual language or music? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, they're vehicles for his own bad jokes. Yeah. And they're not jokes about oh, the yeah. material. They're jokes about him being wacky. No, all of his <laughs> jokes are the same video to video. He just changes what he's summarizing. Yeah. All the jokes are, I'm loud, I have a gun, isn't this funny? Yeah, if you guys think this is bad, you should see, like, when he tries to just write media where he can't just summarize things, like, anytime he does skits or other stuff. Um, well, okay, another so I kind of want to see that real bad. So I lied oh, earlier. So so I, I know of one other thing about Doug Walker, which is his video on the wall. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. the wall. <laughs> but the thing is, they're the same jokes, even still, even for, like, a whole oh, yeah. hour, it is all just the same joke. Yeah, so when he 
like pretty much everything other than the wall where he's like making a full recreation. He doesn't understand the idea of original comedy. Like he literally, mm-hmm. there was another reviewer on channel awesome, his website, like at during its heyday. And she did like a kind of silly voice. Um, and Doug apparently one day like asked her like, so where'd you take the voice from? And she was like, what, what do you mean by That's that? That's so autistic. Yeah, and he's like, well, I mean, yeah, like, the voice is, it's funny. Where did you find it? And he's, Wait, we can like, do new, neurodivergent slurs on this? I'm autistic. <laughs> I'm just making a joke. I'm going to, I'll give you the pass. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I say, my manager asked me for the R word pass the other day at work. She's like, you're autistic. Can I say the R word? And I was like, <laughs> oh. I'm going to say, Jillian, like, she gives out those passes like candy. Don't worry. It's so, so funny. We're, we're on our best behavior. Through if this it's episode. funny, it's funny. I'm sorry. Man, I got a list of slurs I'm ready to say. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and so anyway, while he's, so he, the long and short of it was he just didn't understand that she just came up with the voice on her own. He thought that she was trying I to reference something. Oh, because he man. just, wow. he's, the only way he can think to be funny is, like, having a character do something or just screaming. That's so that's such a magical universe where, like, there's there's the one, like, font of humor. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's already been established. You and have you, to go you... to the well every day like an impoverished child and fill, the, <laughs> right, fill like... your bucket with humor and carry it back to your village. But also there's this idea miles. of, like, there's no original ideas. Yeah. Like, yeah. In his mind, that's what he thinks then, right? It's just like, oh, all the jokes have ever been told have been told. Yeah. So when well, there's I watch... people that think that. When I like, watch legitimately... When I watch Doug Walker and I see his little shtick, I imagined, oh, he's just reciting Family Guy to us now because that's what this feels like. I mean, yeah, he it's, was onto something. He's very popular. <laughs> the closest thing he does to an actual opinion in this entire video is saying that poop is gross, and that's not which, a joke. Which is you know? what he praised Ren and Stimpy for having. This yeah, man is fucking <laughs> stupid yeah so so when we were watching this nate made an excellent point because you two what were the shows that he liked the most that he listed i think it was was it just did he say did he praise any show other than ren yes, and Stimpy? he liked ren and stimpy and all real monsters so oh, nate, right right nate made the connection that he can only enjoy things that don't take place in the real world because he doesn't understand humans yeah. doug uh-huh. is a quiet, he he his criticism of Doug, if you can call it a criticism, was that it's a mm. show where a kid goes to high school. Uh Rugrats is just about babies, it's about babies. taking on baby problems. You Once know. again, his criticism is just the what the showrunner like told the studio to get it made was like it's about high school. Well, yeah, it's because he can't relate to high school. He can't relate to baby. He can't relate to real things. He can Do only relate know- to fantasy. <laughs> okay, so the only thing we know about his young life is that he's from Italy, and then there's a big blank point. Yeah. Oh. Was he ever alive before he wasn't? So he's like Tommy Wiseau. There's just like a period of life. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know about. Like he showed up with Nazi gold and quit his job. <laughs> Doug right. is actually, uh, he's been compared to Tommy Wiseau many times when you watch like his actual films. Because it's, it's the same, it's the same level of just like sheer incompetence, except it but doesn't genuinely even, like, trying. Yeah, except, it doesn't. It doesn't even like have the charm of like Tommy Wiseau's. Because like, he's trying evil. to be funny. That's yeah. the problem. Is he's failing at making a comedy, so it can't be funny. Yeah, yeah, he's like the kid who built sets for theaters in high school, who thought he was going to be a theater kid, but was too much of a pussy to be an actual theater kid. So he reinvented himself online as a theater kid. And speaking as someone with a musical theater degree, we should bully this dumb motherfucker till he kills himself on my penis. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a parody. That's a joke. I that's endorse a bit. all of that. This is not a joke. I'm endorsing it. <laughs> but, but I've never seen someone who's so full. Like, he mistakes confidence for volume. And that is just yeah. fucking wild to me. He also, I will say, it's insane. Because he has, he's this crazy guy. Like, every single, like, remotely creative person I know, like, artist-wise, they're all really, really good, but they just struggle with artistic drive and focus. And Doug is like the opposite of that. He is nothing but just work ethic. Like the rate at which he put out videos, especially during his heyday, was insane. But none of them were good, which well, is honestly admirable that he was able to do so much and never once hit gold. So much so early, too. I was thinking about it. This is like pre-YouTube, right? Yeah, like he had to get hosting fees. He had to host his own like videos for and people to like stream and download, right? Yeah, yeah, his Nazi gold. Like that's <laughs> the thing. He had money to do this, right? You don't yes. like that. That shit is not free. And he <laughs> quit his job very early on on video. But didn't like, I learn that his dad was an intelligence officer? I don't know if this is just like a fee. Oh yeah. Uh, that's part of him being born stuff. in Italy. I think. Wait, I think Walker's an asset. <laughs> yeah, I, no, yeah. So he was born on a military base in Italy. So like yes. I said, you know, I am OG. Um. <laughs> Jesus, I hate this. Did no, call him a comedian? Mm. Yeah, it says his own comedian. Facebook bio in the most like pick me girl energy way possible is like I'm a comedian. Say something funny. But Oof. like in that early stage of the internet, like you would become insanely popular just by being on the internet. Right, not that you were necessarily good, but you were there in a in a big way, you know. Like, it, it, like all the forums back then were just atrocious, but they were popular because they were the first ones. He was the first one just to have a video channel, as far as I know. I'm sure there are probably other ones, but they were probably just like you know, PBS. He was very early on. Yeah, yeah, like he's one of the popular. early titans. And I think there's Doug Walker DNA in media analysis now, and that a lot of media analysis is not criticism or talking about why they like something or why they don't like something, because all they have to do is say, I saw something. Well, yeah. So I was looking at the comments of this video before, and Mm -hmm. a lot of the comments of videos, I'm sure the same for all Doug videos, are just talking about the things he talked about. And it's not that they're not having like a conversation. Like when I watch good criticism, I'm having an internal conversation with what the critic is saying. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, they disagree. They disagree with what I think. Why do why do I think that way? Or they agree with what I think. Cool. I'm reaffirmed. A lot of the comments on those videos, though, are just like, yeah, I remember that. Hey, that's cool that he mentioned that. <laughs> they're and, either and like, that or like the well, actually comments. Like, those yeah. are the only two types of comments are either, I also remember this, or actually, you got this very weird detail wrong, and you should like Hey Arnold. Yeah, it's the two pillars of nerd nerd uh, culture, right? Is like, I like that thing he likes, or he got that thing wrong. That's the only thing that nerds are yeah. about now. He got yeah. that, he got the thing that I have spent years researching for my own autism he got a slight detail wrong and i'm upset about it well you know because rocco is actually a wallaby not a kangaroo oh yeah exactly so he he got that wrong so yeah doug walker is and i think um the Lindsay ellis thing that whole everything that happened there it i think it just it was the final bit of proof for me uh and my theory that doug walker and his just sort of sphere of people uh, even ones who have left, like Lindsay Ellis, 
uh, just are the internet itself just distilled into human beings? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for Lindsay Ellis, you have like the snaky bread tuber who would like slit your throat to get a little bit more fame the moment you turn your back. Uh, but then with Doug, you have like the guy who says like, why don't they just fly the eagles into Mordor when reading Lord of the Rings? Like that's his whole thing. If he can even muster the energy for that. <laughs> well, hey, I've realized something very dark, which is that all of the shows that he's talking about, me and Matt weren't alive at the same time as like any of them were running. Oh my god! No, they're definitely <laughs> for Nate's in my age. Well, like, even then, like you know, I, they, this is they, bad. <laughs> no, because I was too young to watch Ren and Stimpy. I was like, you didn't for, watch Ren and Stimpy? I was forbidden. They were like, no, it's in me. It's too gross. Well, yeah, but you know, like you didn't have Nickelodeon. But so. Rugrats. Thank you for shaming my poor. That's right. Thanks for shaming my poor family. You fucking asshole. <laughs> no, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, Doug is a little bit older than us. I'm trying to... Yeah, oh, yeah so for sure. I just think it's funny, because we had a lot of complaints early on about me and Matt uh, talking about how old we are, were too much and making people uncomfortable. Doug is 40 years old. Yeah. I'm not 40. I will like, leave you all to grapple with He's done with more the with his life than we have, though. That's oh, not for sure. true. Absolutely not true. <laughs> I, I <laughs> hate Doug. Like, as far as, like, media empire, he has done more. It's not more. good. Yeah. But he's done yeah, it. He's, he's like, done how, evil, how did he, he do it? Why more. are people attracted to him? I am he was not, just there. I am not going to look down on a dying baby I'm giving CPR and think <laughs> Doug Walker's done more than me. That is insane <laughs> bullshit. See, no, that's why, that's why I need to fly out not. to meet with you. I'm gonna, I'll go into the hospital and just whisper that. Just, I'll, <laughs> I'll slip past security. I'll be like, Doug Walker's done more than you. You know, isn't it um, also weird that he poured the most praise on the show that was run by a pedophile who groomed children? Oh man, we can talk about uh, John K. All right, just okay, just a so, thought to throw out. There. I can't believe a CIA asset or. <laughs> <laughs> I love that every generation of people who've watched Nickelodeon has at least one show where you look back on it and you're like, oh, that was run by a Like pedophile. for us, it's everything written by Dan Schneider. Yeah, we have like, Dan Ooh. Schneider. You have, uh, what was his name again? It was Chris something, right? Um, Chris Chan, yeah. What? <laughs> Just naming another thing from the internet I've heard a little about. Listeners, go back. Listen to our episode on Chris Chan. It's Man, great. isn't that Vosh guy a pedophile Nazi? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say in the intros. You know, we talked about Lindsay Ellis uh, last week and she left the internet. So I really, I just... We got to talk about Vosh on this episode and <laughs> manifesting it, everybody. Um, uh, I'll go to Tacoma and I'll blast his ass. Yeah, Tacoma, I'll let you yeah. decide if that's a gun or a penis thing, listener, or whatever. <laughs> I am. Um, my favorite take from him is still when he when we pulled out of Afghanistan and he was like, this is bad. And he didn't say it was bad for any of the reasons that <laughs> I will at least entertain. His answer was because now China will take over Afghanistan, <laughs> which He's insane. Just there is no way around it. That is a completely insane statement. I just he he bragged about narking. <laughs> Who does that, that shit? Yeah, that's so dumb. Who, yeah, he <laughs> fucking fucking uh, nerd energy. Like head of the class, always raises hand. That's some stupid bullshit. He reminds so, the teacher that they forgot to assign homework. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That really Fuck is that the person who grows up to become a narc, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, he Either that or they like end up fine and get pussy once and return to normal, like I've said multiple times. Well, he has repeatedly told everybody that he has so much sex, which. And do yeah. we believe him? No, not at all. But. 
Okay, I yeah. look at him and I, I can smell the ring of film around his jack off yeah, fucking little saying, worm. I, like I know what this guy smells like. I also I I think my last wild Vosh take that I think about frequently is the one where he's like, yeah, I, he literally said I deploy the N word tactically when I'm like dealing with racist people to try and win them over. Yeah, like um, when the black lady at the grocery store is moving too slow to bag his groceries, <laughs> it's tactically deploying the N word. <laughs> yeah. My whole thing about anything like that, there's a lot of, I think, especially in the bread tube aura, there's people who are like, yeah, well, we need to we need to reach out to the right if we want to, like, build things. And on some level, I agree with that, right? But I think it's very interesting that so many of those bread tube people are like, we need to build bridges with literal Nazis instead of saying, like, we need to reach out to our uncles who watch Fox News. I think well, that's just an interesting little bit of yeah. psychology. All these, all these people doing that, are the, they're doing the same thing that I would say Doug Walker does. And that they're inventing things in their head that they're either going to try and laugh about or be mad about. Because most of these bread tube fuckers don't talk to real people. I don't think any of them ever worked in retail. I don't think Doug Walker ever worked in retail. Otherwise, he worked he... in a factory. Oh, that's not retail. Well, so here's yeah. the thing. It's not serving under <laughs> and the And how public. do we feel about people that work in factories? Go ahead, Matt. Oh, they're... Uh... Uh, let me. I will. Dr- I will trail off quietly. Um, okay. I hope you're doing well, Squid. Um, Here's the thing. I think that Doug Walker, if he got into a fight, instead of doing like a normal fight person move, which is you know, it's like punch him and, and get scared. Fight like, person move. As, spoken as someone who's been in a fight, I'm sure. The fight. Uh, but like he would try to do a spinning roundhouse kick. Because he's the type of person that thinks he can do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like he's he never tried her and them, and it just <laughs> right. Yeah, he's won a million fights in his mind. He's waiting for the real thing. Right, exactly. He watches every WWE piece of media and is like, "I could do that. Right, I, put me in a ring with him. I got him." He, he's not a person who's confronted with reality a lot. Oh and, yeah, and it's the same for these bread tubers. Like they live in their own world where they create this shit where it's like, I'm going to pull all these references and I'm going to squeal. And that's what comedy is. That's what Doug Walker is doing. It's the equivalent of like the West Wing, right? Where it's just like, I I can just, I can have this debate with them and they'll see my way because of my solid argument that I had in my head. Oh, I (laughs) would love previous. I, we need a Doug Walker, Aaron Sorkin crossover. Oh, does, does he? Does he? It's reach two out? people walking down the hall screaming at each other. Does he reach out to like <laughs> dramas and stuff? Does he ever talk about like the West uh, Wing or <laughs> later Good on question. when he starts to like run out? Yeah, look up if he's actually done the West Wing. But later on when he starts to run out of nostalgic things to talk about, he just starts talking about basically whatever. Uh, does he ever like nostal like get nostalgia for his hairline? Because I wanted <laughs> to get into this. I know yeah, we're not supposed to talk about no, people's bodies. I, I know we're not supposed to talk about people's bodies, but as someone who's losing their hair, I'm not going to wear a fucking hat in everything I do. Because that just <laughs> exudes zero confidence in who you are as a person. Same thing for Tim Pool. Doug Walker, I see them as the same fucking guy. They're oh, both trying to hide something that their body does instead of just embracing it. That's what I mean when this man has no confidence. Just none. Here's the thing, though. People find him funny. No, they don't. No, somebody does. Like, I'll he, kill him. He, I know you will. But well, like, so it, there's a I whole think, audience that loves Doug Walker. Yeah, I think the group of people who love Doug Walker are like the it's 14 year olds is I think like the exact yes. Doug Walker age, right? Where you're not like scared by the fact that he's like saying bad words. 
but also you're not like smart enough to understand that his media criticism is terrible. Um, it's like baby sensory videos where you just put it on and like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. no, and then exactly. you wake up like half an hour later, three videos deep, and you're like. <laughs> It, it, is, it is the, the 14 year old equivalent of Spider-Man gets pregnant with Frozen's baby you know like, yeah. <laughs> it, where it's, it's just things you recognize right? and, and moving like, pictures oh, see man, it's that's, all that's the collective perfect. unconscious of the internet it's all just the same soup that these like demons emerge from it's the, the collective primordial un- humor soup see, yeah. this is what young meant when he was talking about the collective unconscious it was just <laughs> yeah. uh, Hulk and, and Skeletor uh, getting get in a car accident <laughs> Travel back in time and like take Carl Jung to the future and be like, this, this is what it leads to. And just show him a Doug Walker video and then just take him back. Yeah, this Doug Walker has led to the new Spider-Man movie because the new Spider-Man movie is full of this same bullshit. Because nerds love references to things. I hate okay. references. Like, that's what the, that, that Nick, Nick King's video was. It was just reference after reference. It wasn't like commenting hey, on it. Hey, just I'm just going to say, and sometimes a little reference yeah. is nice. Bring guilty back confession. Home, you know? Yeah, guilty confession from the Zoomers who were raised on the old Spider-Man movies. We both we went in them. wanting to hate it and could not help ourselves. We, we love both love the new Spider-Man. Hey, shut up for a second. If you two <laughs> <laughs> knew how many times I savaged myself to Kirsten Dunst's nipple in the first Spider-Man movie because that's when that came out for me it was when I started coming and you know what I did a lot to that you think Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was informative to me no I like the Tobey stuff I even like the Andrew Garfield stuff in the new Spider-Man movie but if you want that movie to be great you watch into the Spider-Verse which is what that yeah. movie right. tried to be yeah, that, that it, is did. it tried to Spider-Man. be live action yeah. to the Spider-Verse yeah, it was very funny that no one, the only, like, no one in any stage of the marketing mentioned, like, hey, they they did this, like, two years ago. Yeah, we already did right. the Metaverse Spider-Man no. thing. Well, they, no, re- they knew, they it. just did it anyway because it did yeah. so fucking well. well and yeah, I just, they make one joke about Miles Morales. Oh, right, yeah, they do. Yeah. I miss yeah. a Spider-Man that fucks. This Spider-Man yes. doesn't fuck. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, we need that. You know? I feel like the problem was, though, that Andrew Garfield Spider-Man fucked too much. Yeah, no, he got true. too much yeah. pussy. No, I agree. Like the like, that's why he had to snap her back. Too much <laughs> pussy. Yeah, he blew her back out real good. <laughs> that's like, what ended his series. No, that's just a nice, tasteful, upside-down kiss. Oh, no, like yeah. the hint of a nipple, the kiss, Toby Maguire's strong throat as he's hanging upside down. You can see the blood pressure. You know it's pumping to his dick. You see Kirsten Dunst's nipple. There is passion. There was no passion with Tom Holland and What's-Her-Dune-Face. There's another. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Zendaya the- was a, was a formative presence in my childhood. Listen, don't Look, don't yeah, talk I, shit about her. Like, was the there chemistry between? Yeah, like was no there chemistry? Was there They're any dating? Passion? I think yeah, I think the actors thing. are dating. They're which is the dating. wild part. But in the movie, was there chemistry when they were video chatting? Well, yeah, I mean, it's the uh, it's the same. Not yeah, really. the video chat was atrocious. The video chat was brutal. Um, uh, like these, none of these superheroes fuck. Not a single one, yeah. except for He's those two in, in the, high school. To be fair, yeah, those the two, two in, the in the Eternals fuck, and that was awful. It no, was hilarious. I, I, to be fair, I'm not talking about the physical act of fucking. I'm more <laughs> of like the energy of fucking. Yeah, they Emotional don't even want fucking. to. Do, they don't like want to do tap it. that, but with your heart. Right. <laughs> like they don't want to fuck. They they just want to have like there was only like what a cheek kiss. Yeah, it's so funny that uh, the Eternals, just going back to I love how... Oh, like, man. 
they're like, oh, this is such a progressive movie. And they have like their first like openly gay superhero bomb Hiroshima and Nagasaki. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That happens. Also, just the fact that their enemies are called the Deviants, where they're like, yeah, this progressive movie, we're hunting down and killing the Deviants. You're joking. That's not what this movie no, that's is what about. That's what they're called. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's just no way. But no, it's okay, though, because the gay person, he says gay rights and then blows up Japan. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. Like, I think Spider-Man No Way Home or whatever it was far from... No Way Home? That's the one, yeah. 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 It's yeah. the most progressive movie because a trans person stood behind Spider-Man and said nothing. It's just great. It's, <laughs> you'd love to see representation. I like I like playing Where's Waldo for the trans person. No, it's like... It's a... Or for like the gay kiss like in Star Wars. Where yeah, you're like, it's like where hidden they? somewhere over the shoulder out of focus. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was, you're like, where's like, the, where are the queers? Yes. There's a gay kiss in Star Wars? Yeah, yeah there's the a last Star kiss. Wars movie. During uh, the like celebration scene in the, the newest one, yeah, there's the a lesbian haired kiss. Admiral uh kisses a woman. Which is so funny yeah. that they're like they all of the gay pandering. They're like, Yeah, we're just gonna put it in this one person with purple hair. There you go, Tumblr. <laughs> when there was an obvious <laughs> answer of just like, hey, we have two main main characters that don't have love interests. Yeah, let the homies give us smooch. That's it. That's all we need. Little homie smooch. Anyone yeah. who doesn't want to kiss Oscar Isaac is uh, a, I don't trust a, you. An yeah. idiot, idiot. Yeah, he, he's hot as fuck. They're Doug Walker. He has land power yeah. and sea power, they, <laughs> and he's about to have sand power. <laughs> yeah, so I will so, say the way that Doug uh, differs from the MCU is that. Oh boy, Doug gets horny sometimes, and Doug? No, oh, it's like, the worst. It's, unfortunately, it is frequently <laughs> no. underage cartoon women. Uh, in the first like season of the Nostalgia Critic, he had like the hottest anime women, top eleven hottest women. animated oh, no, he, women. He is an he, he yeah. loves anime, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. and Jillian okay. and I both independently went through and looked uh-huh. up the ages of all the women he. There were like up. two over eighteen. There was yeah. rough. <laughs> it was like so many of them were like fourteen years old. <laughs> wow, well, I so can't bad. believe he never did any touching. That's no, really... and then afterwards he was like, "Well, the Nostalgia Critic's a character." Yeah, <laughs> that was his real uh, yeah, to it. Oh, Jesus. He's so he strikes me as a guy who really loves Cool World. Yeah. I don't know if anyone here is familiar with the movie Cool World. It's where the artist draws a sexy cartoon and then gets drawn into the sexy cartoon and yeah, makes out I, with his creation. Oh, okay. I feel it's like he's the type of person that really relates to that. Oh, I see what this is. Yeah, it's, okay, yeah. Interesting, interesting. There's a really dark energy from it. Yeah. I've never Holly would if she could is the tagline, and she <laughs> will. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At the bottom of the poster. No, don't watch Cool World. It's not a good movie. It's but not. Like... It's got some good slang in it that you can throw at people. <laughs> They'll be confused, <laughs> but don't watch it. Uh, but like, it, it, okay, well, Jessica Rabbit, like you know, the people that fell in love with Jessica Rabbit. So it's like. He doesn't want to date anybody, but he wants to like. He wants you know, to look at a woman. He just right. wants he to wants, see one. He wants to feel a boob. Well, and it's because he's like this cop a single titty. Yeah, right. it's because he's like trapped in this like perpetual adolescent man child thing, right? Where like you're 13 years old and you've like discovered what the like you've discovered like being tangentially near horniness, but you don't understand what the feeling is or what any of it connects to yet. So you're just yeah. like, wow, I would love to look at this woman more. Like, yeah, he's the wolf with his tongue on the floor, but he doesn't yeah. under he doesn't yeah. understand that sometimes you gotta take your penis out and put it in a person. Eventually, Doug will evolve and become just a normal pervert, but he hasn't gotten there yet. He hasn't figured that. Out. Yeah, yeah. When the internet collapses, Doug will just be another guy on a news like on a corner in a city screaming at the world. 
And frankly, that day can't come soon enough. This video you made us watch, he even says, oh, is this a lady's, uh, you know, when talking about the close-up of the inside of a dog's mouth and Rugrats? Oh, right. Like, he can't oh, even yeah, say- he does stuff like that all the time, where it's something that's like, I guess you could vaguely see it as sexual, and then he's like, huh-huh, and then winks, but he doesn't say anything. Yeah, yeah he did that with All Real Monsters. Like, they were talking about... uh he there was a line in the episode. It's like, and if you see a monster, say coochie coochie coo, which is just baby speak. And he's like, no one's gonna say coochie coochie coo around my monster. So I'm working <laughs> on my Doug Walker impression. It's good. And you're, you're getting there, man. You're pretty he, close already. Like he's grossed out by the. Well, he sees sexuality in children's media when it's not there, and then yeah. he adds it as well. But let me tell you, in the Mortal Kombat one where he's talking about, like, uh, what's her name? Oh, there's just... They, he's... Do you know what I'm talking about? The girl that keeps swinging around the two swords? Yeah. Where he, he like, fo- he does a five-minute bit about how hot she is and how much he wants to fuck her. Yeah. It's like, does it's... he actually say he wants to fuck her? Or is no. it like... Mostly just, like, him, like, making leering expressions at the camera. It's and then like the it. eyes bouncing out of your head, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, he doesn't like know what sex is. Well, okay, like, here's the thing. We've recently done the adult equivalent of what he's doing. Because we, we played uh, the new Resident Evil, and there's a big lady in the new Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. And yes, we made yes, the, familiar. Right, yeah, so we, we made riffs on, like, how we want the big lady to step on us and, you know, pick us up and throw us around, uh-huh. you know, in a sexual way. That And, like, th- that's how that joke is kind of supposed to go, right? It's like... You know, sexual it's like, way. Like, I'm saying it as a joke, haha. But, like, you know, it, 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 the joke there being is that, you know, isn't it funny that I, I want, like, the big lady to, to, to throw me around? Let isn't me... it funny the, the guy big shorter than the girl, like, subverting a common right. stereotype? Yeah. Let me be perfectly, absolutely clear in my intention. Mm-hmm. I want Lady Dimitres <laughs> to use me like the Benedetta dildo. that's what i want right Uh, (laughs) that may be funny sounding to someone but i want to pleasure her sexually okay now let's say you are you are doug walker and you want to make the same joke how do you do that (laughs) even then i think that's too much emotion for doug walker he, he wouldn't say big woman yeah he wouldn't know why he likes Lady Dimitrescu. Yeah, he's not in touch enough to understand no, what it is. Right. Doug He'd be Walker. like, what a lady. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Yes. Maybe her, I'm ex- her hair and boobs. So <laughs> unique. Maybe I'm extrapolating <laughs> into all of Doug Walker's like output, but he's someone who seems to me chronically only half commits to a bit. Yes. And there's no worse oh, yeah. sin in comedy, in writing, in anything, in life, committing halfway. You hey, don't I can, do that. I can tell you what's worse. Committing halfway and then beating that horse until it's a skeleton. Yeah. Like, it's past dead. He stays on a bit for, like, ten minutes, a bit that never worked in the first place. He's well, because it's supposed to be set up in punchlines. But it, it is always just set up. Yeah, yeah it's it just, is set up. It's five minutes of set up, <laughs> and then he stares at the camera and was like, wasn't that funny? It's like you a fill in the punchline. Because we know they're supposed to be there. <laughs> <But there's no laughs> Isn't my face funny? Like, I don't need to write a punchline. I could make this face I saw on TV. 
Oh yeah, the other thing about Doug's face in particular is uh, an early discovery we made before the podcast was even going, back when the Doug Zone was just a Discord. Oh, we're doing phrenology now? Is that it? Uh, well, I've done that on the mic before. <laughs> but uh, no, it's that Doug Walker looks more normal when he's making these insane cartoonish faces yeah. than he does when he's just like smiling at the camera as a normal human yeah. being. His he smile does. is terrifying. I'm so scared of him. I'm just, uh, another hot take here. I do not like eugenics. I think it's evil. <laughs> wow. I, I hard. Hold on. You're so brave. We we a lot of people's arguments these days do silent eugenics, I'd say. Like, oh, we shouldn't give this person the vaccine, blah, right, blah, right. blah. Yeah. Yeah. However, I am not a fan of that. But if people like Doug Walker, whose lips disappeared when they <laughs> smiled and it's just teeth were all killed, I think the world may be better. Look, There'd listen, be a lot more DSLs, and that's what we're going for. We're not going to tell you to do anything, but we just know that some of you live in Chicago, and we'll just <laughs> leave that and the fact that I know Doug Walker's home address, and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> we need to stop <laughs> making jokes about that specific thing. <laughs> yeah. I, Tyler and I really bring out the worst in each other when it comes yeah. to our on-mic behavior. One of you is going to make a, a Caleb Weezer video equivalent. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. Oh, the, Michael Grant and Catherine Alice Applegate have no idea some of the stuff I want to do, but don't. Oh, Doug Walker. I don't. So, yeah, he's ugly. Just ugly. Well, and not, like, it's fine. I'm ugly, too. And he's like, if he were confident in who he is as a person or if he understood that he was a person in the world and tried to connect with other people in the world his stuff i could see having value but this bullshit like i guess calling it the thing for 14 year olds is about as accurate as you can get on it really i mean if we're really like looking at doug walker as a person trying to diagnose what happened um he had some trauma around the age of like 13 14 mm -hmm. that has locked him into place and now his only sense of the world is within that perspective of 13 14 year old humor like something happened to him in the dark period that we don't know about and right? uh, mystery history. And he, he's stuck there. He, he is, he seems like a person who is a victim of something. And I don't know they what. They shutter islands him. I'm Fortunately, just going to say it. He's living on shutter island. Fortunately, yeah, no, course, yeah, Doug right. Walker has, has no links to military intelligence. And even if he did, the military would never have any history of intentionally traumatizing children right. uh, as a, a series of experiments. So, Clearly, they would never. That's I, Nazi behavior. Yeah, this this belief of yours, Nate, clearly is misinformed. <laughs> he just seems a little MK Ultra to me. I, see, I'm picturing him in this Italian military base, sneaking into like his dad's office and seeing his dad and Hillary Clinton eating John <laughs> Bonet Ramsey's brain. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the Angela growing up to be Hillary Clinton joke. All right. Fair yeah, play. That, that one was pretty good. I like that That's one. Fair play. But like uh, at the time, though, he made that joke because he hates women. Yeah, that's the problem we know today. Yeah, that. Yeah, was... this wasn't the kills Epstein. This was just got cheated on. Yeah, yeah this, this was, was like what two thousand eight, probably no, no, earlier, no. Yeah, right? The, the, this is like yeah. New York Senator Hillary Clinton, like girl boss, clean. Well, no, she we hasn't even know killed anything. Gaddafi yet. Like, yeah, yeah. this was in two thousand nine, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Oof. Yes, January seventh, two thousand nine is the first date that this was aired. God damn. Okay. I was I found... so excited for the Dark Knight Rises then. <laughs> I found a comment that uh oh wow, what a 
I can't imagine. Dark. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Truly no, dark. it was good. My favorite part was when that theater got shot up. <laughs> That's a good part of the movie. Um, it's the, wait, is the Dark Knight Rises the one with Bane, or is that the one with... Yeah, that's uh, the one with Bane. Bane, yeah. yeah. My favorite Dark Knight thing about, is Joker. Okay, yeah, my favorite thing about the Dark Knight Rises is that, like, for the first half of the movie, Bane is just doing good politics, and the, the writers were clearly like, oh no, he's making too much sense, give him a nuke. Uh, which, all right, I respect it. Still good politics. Yeah, it's it's the same as like what they did to Black Panther, where like all of a sudden they're like, well, have him strangle an old woman so we know whose side we're supposed to be on. Still on Killmonger's side, I'll just say yeah. it. The villain starts making a little too much sense, and they're like, hmm. Yeah. Or How also, show uh, they're evil, the most heinous thing possible. Hey, what, what were the villain's problems in the new Spider-Man movie? Uh, they like to kill people. Uh, that's my favorite thing about the new Spider-Man movie is just the scene where Electro's like, yo, I like to kill people. If you let me out, I'm going to kill people. And yeah, like, no, it's pretty sick. He's I like, know, I, I, I will kill them. <laughs> I, uh, do you, how badly do you think they fumbled the mental health metaphor in the new Spider-Man movie? Because it's like, Not, if you, yeah. if you try enough, to rehabilitate a if you try to re- rehabilitate a oh, yeah. homeless schizophrenic person, they'll eventually stab you in the back. That's yeah. what <laughs> that's that what movie we want proved to me. Yeah, no, they're all literal. They will kill yeah, you and are, everyone you love. Yeah, they're way. all possessed by demons and just pretending to want help. That's <laughs> honestly that is on par with most Marvel movies politics. But yeah, so I the top comment on this YouTube video sums up our entire discussion of Doug and his audience, which is to say, Shay five years ago commented and said, I like watching the old nostalgia critic episodes for the nostalgia I get from them. Wow. That, that's the whole comment. That is the extent of her I love watching uh, 697 likes. Because of the news I receive from it. It's like, the best. The, the Orbos is eating itself almost completely. Like what happens when it's like completely eating itself? You get Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, but yeah. somebody's going to be nostalgic for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Then what? We, yeah, we'll be dead. It won't matter. I was going to say, I, I like the day that like I find like, you know, whatever the generation is after Zoomers, once I see like kids like that tweeting, like, you know, I, I, Space Jam 2 is actually really good. And you guys were all just like misunderstanding it. That's the day I just jump off a bridge. Like, I don't want to be around for that. You won't jump because that will happen and you'll just do drugs about it, which is Ooh. why it's insane to me that there are people out there who like the episodes one through three of Star Wars. Yeah, look, here's my. Yeah, thing here, about it here, yeah. here it comes. Here it comes. I'm facing what you're afraid of. <laughs> Don't kill no. the younglings. Yeah, let me. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say children because killing saying killing children is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it says the younglings. The younglings. No, I think my favorite defense of the prequels is they had original ideas. So yeah, lots of things had original ideas. It doesn't make them good. I will yeah. never say that the prequels are good, but I will say that I like them. Uh, and that's what I have to say about the prequels. Um, it's just, it's so refreshing to have something original, even if it's bad. Anyway. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, I just want something new. Just give me something new. Yeah. Actually, I said that. And now that I'm thinking about like our reboot culture, I would, anytime I watch a movie that isn't a reboot of something or a previous. I'm so much more forgiving. Yeah. Should like, I reboot I... Doug Walker? Like, oh should I God. should I do Ooh. every single one of his videos take for take, but just do it a little bit better? <laughs> like, uh, who is the uh, do the Psycho reboot where it's every single scene yes. shot for shot and it sucks? Hey, they like, added he did every... 
They did every scene shot for shot, including scenes that were only there because people in the 19, like, 50s weren't used to seeing someone get stabbed in a shower. It was pretty progressive to add Vince Vaughn masturbation noises to him watching. <laughs> I I do have to say, I think my favorite, like, shot-for-shot shot remake is um, Michael Haneke's Funny Games. Are you guys oh, familiar yeah. with this? Oh, yes, yeah. I am, yes. I, yeah, I'm he, not. What is... So he made this movie in, like, 1997, I think in sweden uh because he couldn't get the rights to do it in america like he just didn't have the budget or capabilities and then the moment he had the money to do it he made a shot for shot remake of it just in english and with american actors because that was what he wanted to do originally (laughs) which i massive respect also it's a great movie Um, yeah uh great flex on his old movie and great flex on the audience because when that moment happens you're like oh oh, yeah fuck oh yeah you Um, You'll know the moment when you watch the movie, listeners. (laughs) Yes, you will. I wanted to bring up that I've been getting notifications on my phone for the Twitter thread that y'all tagged us in of y'all watching the Nostalgia Critic video. And Mm -hmm. someone in the thread just asked if Matt was Nostalgia Critic. Well, I did not see this. (laughs) I mean, he is a guy with glasses. I I don't understand. I thought he was good. Is he Nostalgia Critic? (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. I I kind of love that. Uh, Uh, Matt, Answer the people, Matt. Are you Nostalgia Critic? You know, I didn't want it to come out this way. But I must face the facts. I am, in fact, a Nostalgia Critic. Oh, fuck. Uh, this, well, this whole episode has just been like a perverse way for me to hear you all degrading me. Um, <laughs> you give us an awooga to let us know you're into yeah. it. Awooga! <laughs> my eyes are bulging out right now as I scroll I through this Twitter. just rolling out like a carpet. Oh, yeah, man. listeners, you can't see it, but I'm hitting myself on the head with There's a hammer right now. There's coming out of his ears currently. <laughs> okay, y'all are the experts. I have a theory, which I'll tell you when I'm done. How do you think <laughs> Doug Walker fucks? He doesn't. Only for procreation, not yeah, for silent. Not for pleasure. That is my theory. No, it, um, yeah, it is deadly silent. Oh, yeah. they cannot make noise. No, like, like, do you think that? Do you think the gun is in play? Uh, he he wields a gun in many of his videos. Is there a gun in this one? I don't remember if it makes an appearance. No, uh, yes, he yeah he okay, shoots it. He shoots oh, right, the yeah. screen at the very oh, end. Oh yeah, right. Yes. Oh yes. Most of the time it's suicide jokes. Most of the yeah. time he threatens to shoot himself with the gun. Yeah, I like he to think that he should through. Yeah, I like to think that he has the gun like Richie and Janice from The Sopranos, except it's just pointed at his own head um, while he's doing it. Uh, which <laughs> I'm suddenly I'm I picturing think, that in okay. my head. I don't like it. I th- I agree. Deadly silent. No music. No anything. Um, I think lights on completely. Only... All, all lights on everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> always in the cowgirl. Okay. Mm. Yes. I. I think maybe it's he this. gets pegged. No, no, He's Doug not Walker cool does not. That. No, he he is too scared of his. Own, he doesn't probably doesn't wipe his ass. He's so afraid of touching ass or getting his well, ass. Look at his wife again and see if he gets pegged. No, yeah. uh, so I think his wife holds the pillow, uh, Handmaid's Tale style, and he fucks <laughs> the pillow standing up with his pants on. He's got his little tuck <laughs> and his jacket and his hat on. And he like fucks a sex toy while his wife is like tweeting or looking at Instagram. Like That's I, di- rough. I disagree with everything except for the hat. He definitely wears that. Hat. He wears. Yeah. That oh, hat. for sure, for sure. Sorry, babe. The hat stays on. Dirty. Does he keep on like the tie too? Of um, course he does. That no. takes the shirt off. I like to think he takes off the t-shirt, but the tie stays on. Well, you- well, there's an ongoing theory that we have that he doesn't actually know how to tie his own tie, 
So he just like slips it on and off every episode. <laughs> I could see that mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, for sure. When you performatively wear a tie against a white t-shirt, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You are a fucking idiot. I I shouldn't. Like he's got such awful theater kid energy. It's like there's that kid in there like it's late teens. Kid. It's not theater. Yeah. You're right when you said yeah. that. Yeah. Like he he put on a suit jacket and mistook that for a personality. Did have... anyone else have a guy at their middle school that wore like full suits every day? Yeah, that oh, just yeah. mine. No, there definitely was, and they're yeah, there's... they're awful. They're all like poly idiots now in the pirate <laughs> class. <laughs> Which that's fine. Do whatever you want, but don't act like I'm not right. My about high school. That. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't Correct. mean that my assessment isn't correct. <laughs> I just keep thinking about awful people from my high school. Like every episode, I think back to those those four years of my life and want to die because I remember a new terrible person. Yeah, I, that... so when I think back to high school, I think about the year after I graduated and there was a school shooting, and I was like, "Damn, I wish I had been there." <laughs> my, my high school was so big that there were school shooting threats like every day. <laughs> so we just like we lived with it we were just like well there's six thousand people in this building what yeah. do they expect the big thing that happened at my school was my senior year uh the day that i got dumped by my first girlfriend Rough. uh our last class the last class of the day we had together and i was there and i was like all right i only got like 30 more minutes i'm out of here i can be free and some kid like shot a gun in the school and we were <laughs> locked down for the next four hours. And I was just sort of like sitting, we were like on opposite ends of the room. At one point she like walked over and sat down next to me. I was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. Like, why you would I You just broke up with me like 30 minutes ago and then someone shot a gun. Yeah, why would I be okay? Also, Did you just hear that? That's the sound of my heart breaking. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. a gun. But yeah, my favorite thing about it is how incompetent all cops are is the kid, uh, it was reported that some, he shot the gun the second to last class of the day. Then the school was like, well, we don't want to cause a panic, so we're just going to let everybody change classes. Um, and while he did that, he just he put the gun in a trash can as he was walking, and the police took four hours to find it, which is unspeakably just, I don't... Uh, it's well, fantastic, you know. Well, you know, they had to stop, you know, leave from sexually assaulting sex workers, uh, yeah. shooting dogs, unarmed black children. Uh-huh. They had to leave all that to come to a school. So <laughs> it was going to take a bit to get anything done. Yeah, it's just, uh, it was phenomenal. Thin blue line all the way. These They truly are the only things holding us back from the, the abyss. <laughs> <sighs> Nate, what do you think of Doug Walker? I think I'm very excited for Nicktoons month, January. Yeah, January. I would like to note uh, the video that Jillian and I will be watching next week is called A Look Back at Nicktoons. No, no. Uh, instead of this one, Was which this is just not? called. No, so this Was one is this called. Is not A Look Back? Yeah, this one is just Nicktoons, Nostalgia Critic. And then next but it's still video, A Look Back. Well, uh, apparently not as much. Uh, I'm excited <laughs> for the new details that he's going to mention in the yeah, Nicktoons next one's back. two minutes longer. So just imagine what great bits will be fitting that I can't wait for him to word for word recite the script of a Rugrats episode. <laughs> um, oh, Why wow. does he say that references are bad? Like he calls out Rocco's <laughs> Modern Life for referencing Monty Python. And then he does a Daffy Duck reference. Like, like he, he seriously calls out Rocco's Modern yeah. Life. And then his joke is he's also going to do a reference. It's very weird because if we 
if you watch his, like I said, like any of his actual like stuff where it's not him pretending that he is a critic, uh, he, he doesn't understand comedy outside of references. So it's a really weird bone to pick. Well, I think he just wanted to make the joke. He doesn't feel that way, but he saw that people yeah. make fun of that thing. And so he's going to make fun of it. I can see that. Yeah. Just Doug as this just, you know, manifestation it's, of the Internet's opinions. It was very obvious that he wrote a script for this video because it was really highly edited. But he's someone who doesn't understand comedic editing at all. And that's my criticism on large for a lot of YouTube yeah. personalities like who did I mention earlier? What was his name? Ray William Johnson. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that guy's videos. He'll say like two words, make a face, then cut to him saying two more words. It's like, God damn. But in a slightly different position. It was yes. the jump cut phase. It He's was. a TikTok and... influencer now. That's oh, the craziest fuck. thing about him. It's like he makes videos now. Hey, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's probably a better platform to deliver his way of what he wanted to well, make, honestly. But, that's but the it's still shit, and it's all Zoomers on TikTok. What yeah, does that's, he want? That's the craziest thing, though, is that, like, he's not making that content anymore. He's done, like, the Shane Dawson thing, where now he goes, like, here's the 10 craziest conspiracy theories that are actually true. But Ugh. he's, like, looking straight at the camera and not making weird faces anymore. It's like, what, what happened If I ever make a list of anything... Like, if I just start making top ten lists casually, I want someone to kill me. Yeah. Uh, well, well, that's... I don't think that's brave, because a lot of great people made lists, like Schindler. <laughs> Schindler, yeah, perfect. Yeah, those are fine. I don't... <laughs> top ten lists? You have, like, top ten Jews. That was, that was 1940s BuzzFeed, was Schindler. Top ten people I could have seen. Schindler's <laughs> listicles? Is that what <laughs> I could <laughs> We hit the hour mark and then immediately started joking about Schindler's List, which is. <laughs> I awesome. thought it was coming. I've been hitting. I've been waiting. Yeah, like at this point, anybody who's still listening, they're just going to truck through whatever we have for them. No, I mean, you look at the form of what Doug Walker is supposedly trying to do with this, criticizing Nicktoons or whatever, and the frenetic cuts, the lack of actual criticism. Criticism, like Nate said earlier, is about having a conversation with the media, and good criticism is a conversation. Mm -hmm. You look at other people who are criticizing things, like, uh, let's look at Red Letter Media, just as an example. They are not frantically cutting back and forth to bits with every thought. They're talking. They're having a conversation. I'm, I'm very glad that most like movie review type things switched away from short-form YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, it's much more of like a podcast like longer thing now and i think that that's probably what it should be is, is it like hyper edited welcome is back watch mojo deep. not like a thing anymore i it still is let me see what kind of views they're pulling yeah out. what are they pulling i would also like to it can't that can't last forever like that was popular 10 years ago like it has to have burned out at this point um, right well, yeah. well, was done. well there's uh, once again it's just moving pictures that people recognize yeah um that, well what, they're posting they're posting like eight videos a day still and a lot of them, like a lot of the ones that are a few days old, are about at a hundred thousand. I mean, how many? Like, do they still have? But it's like, the highly same... based on what topic it is. Yeah. yeah. Do they still have like the same like two announcers? Like, where they like sound... Miss Mojo and yeah. Watch Mojo? They like sound like they're AIs, but they're clearly actual people, which somehow yeah. makes it but sadder. You can trace that back to Doug Walker. Like, it's oh, the yeah. same format. It's the same kind of uh -huh. like content. Right. He even did a female version of himself. Yeah, like yeah. literally. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, Doug Walker really. I, I mean, thought we were he, done talking about Lindsay Ellis. There's no being done talking about Lindsay Ellis. Yeah, we're talking about the, the pioneer Doug Walker. Like <laughs> Doug Walker, like just echoes throughout all of the internet because of how yep. early on he was. So even like media people who, like, and anybody on the internet, even if you weren't influenced by Doug, chances are you are influenced by someone else in the Channel Awesome sphere. If you're in any variety of talking about media, like. Uh, I want to. Hey, say- and if that was Jew Wario, I hope you got therapy, buddy. Yeah, um, yeah, Jew well, Wario is the name the, of another like, guy. All of the internet is born from hamster dance. <laughs> yeah, as it should be. That's the primordial. That, is, that, is that's the big dance. bang. That's the big bang of the internet is hamster dance. God, <laughs> I the, loved hamster dance as a child. The only media analysis I was into was definitely "You're the Man Now," dog. Yeah, there, there like, you go. It, <laughs> I had no idea that the Moon Man was from a McDonald's commercial. I thought it was just a racist thing that I knew of, but nope, wrong. Live wow. with that forever. <laughs> it's like I keep thinking about this listicle thing you just said, Jillian, and I think that <laughs> I think that we need to save more juice. No, uh, Doug Walker. <laughs> like I'm thinking about this video you had us watch, and it was a listicle. Yeah, yeah. He did a a. Mm-hmm a listicle it's, video it's and... the formula that tickles people's brains well i will what say people it's... would call that would be a video blog that's that's my favorite thing about this one in particular is when i was watching it i realized that he like didn't establish that he was doing a listicle he was just like i'm talking about nickelodeon and then just did a listicle where he didn't number them so it was like this primordial early version of a listicle even though he's done liquid actual listicles. Lit. Yeah, he's oh, done actual listicles before. It's so weird. I don't know why he formatted it this way. It, it's, it, it feels like he evolved from it. Like, yeah. you know, it's a natural conclusion of somebody who who does this work is that he's just going to make a listicle. Like, you know. Yeah. He's it, saying so much while saying nothing. It's awful. Yeah. Putrid. Just putrid. I should make a listicle. You could suck my testicle. Top five ways to suck Tyler's testicle. <laughs> Number <Now>. five. <laughs> you can suck it with your ass. Uh, and then just make like fart noises in it. Yeah. Mm. I, I always love looking through the comments because they're just, they're fascinating. You know, it's like how anytime, you know, if you look at anything like adjacent to Cometown, you just have people in the comments doing worse Cometown bits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this, except with the nostalgia critic. And then every now and then you just get someone who's like, suggesting more content like marty mcfly four years ago commented you should do part two with spongebob rocket power my life as a teenage robot like, chalk zone fairly odd parents invaders in an avatar who else agrees like i'm sure he's <laughs> reading this this 13 years later like i wonder what the people want and then so- he edited it and said edit wow people still replying four years later neat um, <laughs> so matt jillian let me ask you to what draws you to doug walker Nothing. <laughs> Obligation. Yeah, I uh, Obligation, Matt. Free Jillian. Yeah, I texted Jillian one day and said, Would you like to do the Doug Walker podcast we joked about? And she said yes. And now I've trapped her in this. No. Uh, no you no, really I... are the Israel to her Palestine. <laughs> I I like doing the podcast and I think it's a good bit. Doug Walker scares me. Yeah. Um I he find should. him wholly I find him entirely unpleasant and every piece of media is like putting another piece in the puzzle, but the puzzle it makes it just like says he's an incel. You knew this all along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I will say. I mean, I've in this episode when we've 
to my horror, actually talked about Doug. I've this realized, is the most we've yeah. ever talked about him, possibly. Yeah, we've, and I've really, I think I've laid out a lot of why I'm so interested in him and why I just cannot stop watching his stuff, which is like, like we all said, like he- Morbid curiosity. He wants to talk about this so badly, but he just clearly doesn't <laughs> know how. Um, and later on in his career, he, he tried to like grapple with the nostalgia critic, uh, when he made like a drama called Demo Reel, which is very bad, but I can't wait to watch that. I would love to have you guys on to talk about it because it's so interesting because he, in it, the villain of the series is basically just a stand in for the nostalgia critic. Like it's learned early on that the main character was a child actor in a bad movie whose mother killed herself because she just like kept getting like, like, Hey Doug, are you okay? He kept getting internet critics. And it is like one of the most like blatant works of just pure self-hatred I have ever seen because he makes himself the villain. I want yeah. to see yeah, this that is so incredible. Bad. This sounds so yeah. bad, but it, I need it. The last if episode, you don't be nice to me, I'll kill myself. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that's, the, Wazo, that's called, the true Wazo arc, right? Yeah, the last episode is called The Review Must Go On. And it is Doug Walker <laughs> being tormented by the Nostalgia Critic, a character who he had at that point killed off. As the Nostalgia Critic goes, like, you know that this is who you are. You could never achieve anything better than this. You might as well just put the hat back on. And then after like 30 minutes of this psychological horror, Doug puts the hat back on and triumphant music plays when he goes, hello, I'm the nostalgia critic. It like is- you're making this sound good. And I know it's not like I'm, I'm picturing like the equivalent of the play that okay. Lebowski gets tricked to going into. I think just, I like, could do dance and silhouettes, but like, I can't wait for like the tick, tick, boom style uh, of Doug Walker's <laughs> life. Like, I don't so know if we're going to play Doug, but it'll be someone. But like the thing you t- you described sounded good. It's which, it's it the closest he has ever come to making good art, and I'm still not entirely sure if it was meant to be a horror film. But it is genuinely one of the most chilling portraits of a human being I have ever seen put to film. And yeah, I'm not sign me exaggerating. Yep. Yeah, there. no, this is there. gross. It's it's one. It's so bad. It's the way you're describing it. Makes it sound like a deep character study. Like, if if the disaster artist was written about this, I'd be all about it. Yeah, that's pretty... Honestly, that's pretty much what it is. It's like a character study that Doug does of himself, and he finds the same thing we did. He finds, like, nothing of depth like or a value. Husk. Just a hollow husk who's only capable of screaming on the internet. And Doug basically acknowledges that that's the only way he can continue to make a living is by returning to that character. It's so dark, and it... But then, when he returns to it... And yeah, and then he returns to it. plays it as a good thing? Yeah, like, it's like, there's, like, dramatic music playing, because everybody... Demo Reel was what he did after he killed off the Nostalgia Critic. He was like, I'm gonna stop doing this, I'm gonna do other stuff. And it was so widely hated that he had to write into the end of it that, like, it's revealed that all of Demo Reel was just a dream that Doug was having to avoid acknowledging he had to go back to the Nostalgia Critic. Spoilers so what, for Demo Reel. What else, Holy shit. That's what so else could this fucking turd of a man do that's not this? That's not exactly this, but maybe not wearing go a hat. Go back to the factory. Yeah, exactly. It's like... Get a normal job. Uh, spend time with your wife and kids. No, like, I don't imagine any of his <laughs> videos, even something that's not called the Nostalgia Critic, are any different than this bullshit. They're not. Yeah. He has a different series that he says is a different thing 
It's actually him, not a character, because he still says Nostalgia Critic is a character. That's called Doug but, Reviews. Yeah, and it's the same format, format, except, like, he doesn't edit in as many clips. If you want to have a really, really bad time, look up the Doug Reviews video for Dune. It sounds awful. I, I mean, I do like bad times. So. Yeah, it's it's so God. he just doesn't understand anything. Like he spends like half of it just complaining. Like they didn't tell me it was going to be a part one, which is an incredible criticism to levy against a film. That's very funny. Yeah. I'm upset that there's a sequel. Yeah, Dune, this famously long book. He's like, why didn't they make this all one movie? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the thing, right? Is Doug is. The thing that compels me about him is he's a character. I think any person who has like the slightest creative input output or desire to be creative, ha- or maybe this is just me, has at one point feared that they are Doug, which is to say he yearns to create art, but does not know how. And no one in his life can has told him that he's bad at it. And he's just continued on doing this same charade for years now. And that's, I think what's so compelling about dark Doug is he's, a bad person who makes bad things that I can't help but feel sorry for. You know, I'll never relate to Doug in that way because when I was when I was seven, I had my first dance recital, and my grandma told me I was in the top five. She saw that evening. <laughs> Jesus, that's not bad. So I'll just never that's relate. It's I don't. When I think about the stuff that I have any hand in making, the only thing I ever want is for it to be entertaining and not boring. Because those, I feel, are the biggest sins of making any kind of media. Like, is it just needs to be new and it needs to be entertaining. That's it. Well, Tyler, here's the thing. We just talked for um, an hour and 12 minutes about <laughs> Doug Walker. So, <laughs> like, we, we were entertained by it. We were horrified. I, my, like, I, I was fascinated and appalled. <laughs> I think the videos themselves are boring, though. Yeah, it's... I think it's the character around it that makes it even slightly worth anything. Yeah, it's what why we do I like on bad movies, right? Yeah, I like bad yeah. movies is because I'm like, how did this get made? Why did this get made? What were they trying to say when they were making it? And how did it go so wrong? <laughs> yeah, but if it's boring, you can't enjoy it. Like, I could watch a bad movie that's not boring all day long. Those are my favorite movies. But Doug Walker, his videos are boring. They are boring. Yeah. You have to do it in two times speed and while doing a drug. <laughs> not that I know any of this from personal experience. At least one drug, two times speed, and then doing research on a side character in the other tab. That's the only way you can actually enjoy Doug. I I just <laughs> he does not like he he's so not there's no self-awareness. There's none. Yeah. Then that's that's incredible to me and I feel bad for him. Yeah. Be, because he's been rewarded for this and I feel bad because like he'll never be a human thing. being. It's like the Christian thing. If he got popular. Yeah. Like, if he actually got famous for what he wanted to get famous for. Yeah, this is what we would be seeing. But yeah, that's that's what what I'm saying about, like, Demoreal. Because Demoreal is his attempt to, like, grapple with his legacy. He concludes it with, the review must go on. Which is him explicitly saying, like, I view this character as an evil thing that I don't want to do. And now he's just, he's shackled to this. He's like he built himself a golden cage and then like rolled it down a hill. And he's just inside being turned into like marinara sauce as he bounces no, around. I and, say 
I say fuck that. And I say <laughs> I started this thing by saying Doug Walker was a man with no confidence. And that's uh-huh. it right there. If yeah. you can't say goodbye to the thing you created because it's popular, guess what? You're a fucking idiot and you're a fucking coward. Because everything, every life, every single thing ends, it fucking dies. If if Nate and I continue to make Animorph shit after the book series ends, I will fucking put a gun in my mouth. No, you guys so need to Game sad. of Thrones Animorphs. Just start is, talking about the books. Oh, as, make it up. Yeah, just make you, it up. Just keep going. You are done with a thing. Like, you're done I with love, I love nothing more than a limited series that knows when to end. Yeah. I love that shit. Like, if I am on Netflix and I'm like, oh, this aired in 2006 and then there's three seasons of it, sign me right up. That looks like a tiny little snack that I can get down on. Okay. If it's, like, ongoing 12 seasons, I'm like, well, I'm just going to kill myself instead. But yeah. all that being said, Tyler, what do you think of Matrix Resurrections? <laughs> Loved it. This is his, That was Matrix Resurrections is what you're trying to say. Yeah. He was trying to, to make something about himself, <laughs> commenting how he's been trapped by... Uh, his own like the thing is like if he removes the critic i don't know what he calls his character i assume it's the critic yeah it's the critic yeah. that's what they call him right if he removes Bye the critic, my doug walker who is he <laughs> like if he if he like he is a, a husk of a man if he without removes the, the critic, glasses who is like, he <laughs> well yeah exactly that man without the glasses that's nothing <laughs> like he can't stop doing that character because if he stops he dies yeah he's like a shark can't stop swimming he's well he's not even a shark he's like um it's like a jellyfish, just like no bones. Just well, I was say, through he's life. Like he's a, gonna get chopped up by a propeller one day. And he's, just he's like a glob. He's a glob of salmon cum that somehow made it downriver <laughs> into the ocean. There's DNA there, but it'll never be anything of life. Well, I was gonna say Nate. Actually, that I find that really compelling. What you said, where it's like if he stops this, he dies. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He is alive because he's preserving himself on the internet. Um, every he, every day he lives, he is thinking about the critic. He's yeah. thinking about what he's going to do next with the uh, whatever thing he has going on right now. Well, he's putting out, I think, like so much content. Yeah, he's no, still no, like, going. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, were you not aware of this? Yeah. Jesus Christ. He, oh, he put out a video a day ago, two days ago, three days ago, another one three days ago. Yeah. Four days ago, five days ago, six days ago, seven days ago. He does it. If he stops, he has to to himself. If he There's stops, he has to think about who he is. On Channel Awesome, and he, from what I know, has his hand directly involved with every piece of content yeah. on Channel Awesome. Ugh. It's it's because he doesn't have his own YouTube channel anymore. He's part of the conglomerate. Yeah, it's um, it's the McElroy brothers effect, right? If you mm. if every second of your life is spent being recorded and uploaded to the internet. There's two ways that that path goes. You become a Doug Walker or you become a Travis McElroy. Um, and they're both dark, like, dark. Yeah, they're both insane hollow shells, right? But, <laughs> hey, whichever one you feed is the one you become. <laughs> inside of you, there are two wolves. They are both soy facing. <laughs> one of them has a hat and no hair. The other one has purple hair, which yeah. you choose. But yeah, you're still voting for Hillary. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, it's it's the same as, and I think that's what brings it back to Lindsay Ellis's cancellation, right? Bread tube functions because. It allows so many bread tubers, and I will say some of them do this very effectively, and some of them do not. But they bring themselves into their videos to make the things they're talking about feel more real and more personal. But you need to draw a line somewhere because other, like the internet is, it's this 
it's 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 just Moloch's gaping jaw, right? It will devour <laughs> everything you give it, and it will not give you anything in return. So you need to have some line where there's something that you won't say on mic, or some like aspect of yourself <laughs> that you don't allow other people to see or you and everyone up... on this podcast is great about not saying specific things on mic like their workplace none of us have ever said that i doxing doxing my workplace is a different thing from becoming <laughs> Lindsay ellis that... um but that's what happens. gateway drug yeah if you if you record every aspect of your life and you never exist outside of the video or audio content you make you're going to just lose yourself because it, that inevitably makes you hollow because then you start living your life thinking yeah. about the content you're making. It, it's celebrity schizophrenia without the benefits. <laughs> yeah. Without the benefits of being popular and famous. Yeah, there's a there's a great hard drive article that came out a couple weeks ago where it's like, yeah. I YouTuber, love hard drive articles. Yeah, they're like, YouTuber proves that um, like minimal power corrupts absolutely. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what happens. Ugh, Don't I, sell yourself is the moral of that story. Yeah, this was a particularly philosophical episode. Um, I don't know what you expected having Nate and I on. This Nate says smart things. I talk about coming. It's what we do. I talk about it's, coming too. Talk yeah, about that's a great combo. Everyone uh, yeah. can talk about coming. That can be everyone's role. But yeah, Not do you guys have Nate any? Tyler. Do you guys have any other closing thoughts before we uh, enter the plug zone? Yeah, why did he have to uh, describe Ren as a Mexican Chihuahua, an angry Mexican Chihuahua? Oh yeah, he what brings... was the point of describing any ethnicity in a dog? He does that. He's going to be yeah, he'll he assign. Does, he does the specifics make things funnier, which yeah. sometimes it works when it's not Doug doing it. But yeah, he, yeah. Um... when it's anyone else doing it, it can be funny. But it's like the whole. But yeah, so he'll either like whenever he's example. yeah whenever he's doing a character, he'll either like introduce like Ren as like an angry Mexican Chihuahua, or he'll like introduce any female character with like short hair as like a lesbian, and that's like his style <laughs> of introducing characters. Uh, is my final thought? I don't know. Is like watching a junior high book report, right? Yeah, that's what it is. That's what he's doing. But this is it, why the yeah. Beatles are the best band ever. They wrote the song. <laughs> whatever in 1960 fuck that's my conclusion of why this is the best band ever without actually saying anything that's broke i learned nothing about nickelodeon i learned nothing oh yeah. january's nickelodeon month and i know less now than i did before <laughs> broke the i feel beatles like it's added the part of my brain that nickelodeon was in yeah the bad take is the beatles were a good band because they wrote good music the uh the good take is the beatles were a good band because john lennon beat his wife um <laughs> So I, my I, final thought is, is this. <laughs> yeah, just go right past that. <laughs> yeah, just please don't acknowledge this anybody. <laughs> no, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's elaborate <laughs> on this one. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so what I, is your final you, thought? You, you, Women is the end word of the world, like you said. Yeah. Um, uh, no, like, like, oh, squinty your eyes. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, so my know. final thought is... Uh, What's his favorite thing? I guess it's a question. What does he like the most? Would you say as the Doug Walker expert? Oh, I remember this. He like he said once like what his favorite movies are, and it is an insane. That makes no list. sense. Let me look on the IMDb quote page. Is That's it where all of them Fight are. Fight Club. I think he has praised Fight Club in the he, past. He says his biggest influence is Ro- uh, Roger Ebert, which is that's funny. what it was. Yeah, Whoa. Roger. So he's a big Valley of the Dolls fan. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, that's, that's fascinating. I mean, uh, 
I, I just want to let that linger. His favorite <laughs> person, the person he's trying to replicate, is Roger Ebert. Oh, man. Gross. Hello, I'm Roger Ebert, and I remember it so you don't have to. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I only liked the Roger Ebert in the later days when he had the robot voice. My favorite yeah. my favorite thing about Roger Ebert is, like, every single time he, um, what was it? I think it was his review of uh, Catwoman. He was like, there were, there's two good things about this movie, Halle Berry's face and Halle Berry's body. Like, I love <laughs> His favorite movie is Brazil. Oh. <laughs> Brazil's a good movie. That's a, that's a good choice. Brazil's a good uh. movie, but that's insane. Thinking about the fact that Doug Walker watches Brazil, but watches and enjoys and understands Brazil. He probably I, only likes the Robert De Niro scene. I was gonna say he definitely doesn't understand it. But wait, he also likes Hamlet a lot, and <laughs> Titus is one of his other favorite films. That's right. Doug Walker is, and I'm not even joking when I say this. He is a Shakespearean figure, right? In that he's. This character who doesn't understand himself or his own motivations, and that is his own downfall. I forgot about this. He loves Louie, the show. It's his like favorite TV show ever. I yes. forgot about that. That's uh, such a good one. I'm back. Uh, no, like uh, he, he likes those movies. He likes those things because he's supposed. To, he thinks he's supposed to like those things. Yeah, right. He his likes Brazil because he he likes his... Monty Python. We know this because he did that stupid thing. Yeah, um, and you know uh, Terry Gilliam directed favorite. Brazil. <laughs> So he's His like, all right. Comedy influences are Robin Williams, Dave Chappelle, and the Animaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm done. Oh, it's oh, so good. Oh, no. Don't like Robin Williams, live. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So we got uh, a Robin Williams one. Uh, Joanne, you do the Animaniacs, and I'll do Dave Chappelle. Uh, <laughs> oh, go ahead. You start. All right. You know a group of people who've had it too good for too long. Okay, I'm going to cut you off there. <laughs> I wait before we before we close out the episode. I would just like to we it's been this episode has been all in good fun. I would like to take a serious moment and acknowledge that uh, five days from when we're recording this uh, will be the one year anniversary of the worst attack on our democracy in history. Uh, I am of course talking about the, the, art, the most autistic insurrection yeah, ever. Yeah, I'm talking about the January 6th insurrection and I just want to tell all of the listeners at home, it's okay to not be okay when January 6th comes around. If you think <laughs> about that cop who was hit by the MAGA supporters and you cry a little bit, I understand. I'm with you. If you think about that lady who got domed trying to enter the <laughs> Capitol Rotunda and you cry a little bit, it's okay. I'm with you. That lady that fell off the wall. Uh, that, was, that was a that was a, a particularly tragic moment. Um, and like, don't be crass. Don't make memes. All right. Like, yeah. Don't meme this. Yeah. Don't yeah, talk about this. Some Stay things at, in this world died. Yeah. Stay at home because COVID. Uh, wear red, white, and blue, and just have a pint of Jenny's ice cream. Yeah. Okay. Take it seriously. And tweet about how you are basically the same thing as like a Vietnam veteran for watching this on the news because you're right. To, you're right to say this. Um. But yeah, that's. I uh, remember that last year, we. I was talking to him about it, and he was like, "All I gotta say about it is look into voter fraud in Georgia." And I was like, "Jesus Christ, that rules." <laughs> Gross. Gross. That was probably the most fun I had all year when I was there. Best TV of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I am. They were right when they said Trump was going to be good for comedy. Yeah. He's the funniest president. Yeah, it's so, uh, it's, I, you know, you don't have to like him, but you do have to admit, the man knows how to work your crowd. My favorite thing has been watching him, like, 
try to square the circle on saying like the vaccine is good because I made it. And also you don't have to get it. The videos of him getting booed by his audience (laughs) are Trump actually is similar to Doug Walker in that he's built an audience that is comprised entirely of other infantile like idiots who he hates and can't stand to be around, but cannot escape because they're his like only connection to the world of the living. Yeah, once you, know the, once you suck uh, your own tits for milk long enough, it's all you can really have. Yeah. You know the, like, video of the Libertarian Conference where one of them suggests that they should maybe have driver's license and, and get gets booed? Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> Same so vibes. Um, Gary Johnson? What a guy. Yeah, Gary Johnson. They're like, should you... Yeah, should you need a driver's license? And we get the greatest response ever. What's next? Requiring a toasting license for your <laughs> own damn toaster? It's so good. By a guy who says that, and like his teeth are like escaping his mouth as he says it. It's just like a truly Doug Walker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Do y'all have it? Y'all can go ahead and plug if you'd like. Yeah. Where can we find you? We'll let our guests um, go first. Okay. Blue Chew. Have it. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the thing is, you're actually supposed to chew it. Don't just swallow it. Yeah. The same yeah. ingredient, same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Um, That's right. I don't need that. My dick works. I've been listening to too much Come Down. I can like repeat these ad reads. I hate myself. Oh, that's so dark. I, that's I, rough. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> Look, Do you repeat like Come Down ad reads like too Izzy? I'm going to start doing it. Look. <laughs> come town i'll defend it not here but i'll defend it it's we've been called zoomer come town the fact by that somebody before the fact that all of their episodes now end at the exact one hour mark when a timer goes <laughs> off is funnier so than funny. anything they say on the episode i imagine that they don't speak after yeah, they, they like press in and stand they're like up well, perfectly silently and leave the room <laughs> yeah. like what I was we so do. to go and just like disconnect when you said that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so where can the folks find you? So Nate and I have a podcast. It's about the Animorphs books. We do a very uh, thorough analysis and critique of them with actual analysis and critique of them. We don't just like them. We we scream and sometimes we like make jokes about like killing people. Yeah, it's called Animorph in Time. You can follow our Twitter at Animorph in Time. You can follow me personally at Bear Nurse. Bear like the animal or a large hairy gay man. Nurse as in I am a nurse. <laughs> and you One can follow me at Noid, which <laughs> isn't my full name. No. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're on there. We're doing tweets where you're all very special, but you need to go home. I love you very much. That's what he said in that speech, right? On yeah. yeah. I love that guy. Oh, he's so it, funny. It was pretty sick. Alright, you can find me and Matt on Twitter and Instagram at DougZoneCast. Join the Discord. It's in the show notes. Um, Matt, uh, you got anything extra? Uh, give us a good review on iTunes and on Spotify, because we can do that now. Uh, listen yeah. to my episode on Animorphing Time. <laughs> uh, it's the best one. No holes barred. Uh, it's it's very good. 28, I think. I actually had a very good time. You can hear the one... So they edit their podcast, and Nate Works Wonders my audio was atrocious. That was the first podcast I ever recorded. You were in a brick room with yeah. nothing on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close to walls. It was hey, a hey, listen to- I was in an echo chamber. It was like I listened to like recording a- live from a big safe. Yeah. <laughs> it recording is- from the void. It's Matt. Yeah. Yeah, it is truly like the fact that that episode is even remotely listenable is a testament to uh, your talents. So listen to that episode and marvel at their abilities. And then listen to all the other ones. Uh, and also, for the new year, your New Year's resolution should be 
tell someone about the dog zone face to face, look them in the eyes, say that you will stop talking to them. <laughs> My roommate does that. Have I told you that? Like coworkers of mine, no. she'll be like, have you heard of her podcast? And I'm like, I don't need to be here for this. Listen to the Chris Chan episode with Jay, one of my favorite <laughs> guests. Uh, and yeah, all that remains uh, is to say Happy New Year and hail yeah. Doug. Yeah, have a have a safe Nickelodeon month, everybody. Yeah, yeah. stay safe out there. Bazinga. <laughs>